The Snooze Slumberland sale is on now. It's amazing what a little snooze can do. As long as Stab Abby and Osha don't sleep in and miss the podcast. Hit 105. Now imagine if your partner turned to you and said, hey, hey, I want to try something new. I want to have sex every day for a year. Would um, you be on board? Goodness, I'm tired already. <laughs> Does <laughs> she mean with you? Yeah, she means with you. Give it a good old Aussie crack. Would you? Because there is a, a couple and uh, she was like, I just hate my body. I hate it. She had three kids. She was like always insisting that she never got naked in front of her partner. The lights were off. And then a friend of hers said, you know, you should try like a challenge. You're supposed to do like a couple of months and have sex every day. And it's supposed to really help you feel comfortable about yourself. And she went, well, bugger that. I'll up the ante and I'll do it for a year. So much uh, so... in that sentence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she was like, no, but besides the fact if they had to travel interstate for work, that would be the only time they'd miss it. That and apparently a a tummy bug. That was the only time they missed it. And she said that at first it was like a chore, but eventually it was good. And Dave and I were talking, and I don't know how we got into this conversation, that like, you know how you always have like dry July or whatever? Yeah. We thought we would try. That'd be an awful combination. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) We would try in September to have sextember. Okay. Oh, I see what you did there. Every day. What, in you September. and Dave? No, not me and Dave. No, he what? Was, he's got a beautiful wife. <laughs> oh. Him and his wife. And he was my right. husband. And surprise, surprise, Scott was on board with this. Okay. So I sent him a text saying this is what we're doing, and he said, sounds great. And I was like, cool. Did you clear that with him as well, that you meant with him? Yeah, I meant with him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. but did you clear that with him? <laughs> yeah. Babe, I'm going good. <laughs> what? <laughs> and yesterday was the first of September. Yes, so. Right, so How did you go? It's first check-in, is it? It's first check-in. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't We don't have to check in anymore. Because I forgot. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even want to ask you, mate, so stop oh, even I... looking with your wanting eyes. No, he's got, he's got a rosy glow in his cheeks and he's kind of sleepy, so I think he's good. Scott woke me up at 3.30 this morning and went, babe, did you forget about it? I went, oh, yeah, sorry. Well, then you were, oh, no, because it's Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't you just do it twice today? I don't know. If, I don't know. I guess I'm making up the rules. Yeah, you can do it twice today. There you go. Do it yeah. 30 times today, then just kick back. Stabbing <laughs> <laughs> Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not the Oscars. The Oscar goes or to the Grammys. The winner is... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for... The Weeklies! Yay! This is a time of week where we get to celebrate the content that went on the radio throughout the week. <laughs> Osha, what is that stare about? It's just scaring me. Just looking at you. Hey, listen, it's an honour and a privilege to push your buttons throughout the week. Oh, Thank you. You do it very well. Uh, let's have a look at this week's nominations. Okay. The first nomination this morning goes to the Chuck Norris of Brisbane Radio, Abby Jane Coleman. Shark attack is my number one fear. Like, it's got to be the most terrifying thing. And there's two things you should do if a shark attacks you. Poke it in the eye. Mm-hmm. Or rip out its innards from its gills. <laughs> Like a Thor. I thought that's what they. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right, muscles. Uh, I, I thought that's it. No wonder you don't have any pet oh. fish, though. Oh. Why did I think Goldfish before? Jeez, I wouldn't like to meet her in a dark alley if I was a shark. I'm Chuck Norris, and I approve this. Okay, the next nomination goes to Stav. This was a bit of a WTF moment uh, because Stav was saying one thing, but it sounded like something different. Stav, we're going to need a bit of a... Please explain. On this one. My daughter at the moment, her favourite play 
is swords. Mm-hmm. So um, we would play swords in, in the garden. And you get those sticks of bamboo that you put, like, vines, plants against to, to, to grow. Oh, so, yeah. so we bought some of those for the garden, and then she took two of those, and we used them as swords. Mm-hmm. She mm. had some stank on there, and it would be like, ah, God, and there'd be a welt. And so you've got to be very careful not to hit her while she's just fucking away. Ah, fuck, 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 right? Um... Okay. Well, do you want to explain yourself, Stab? <laughs> All right there, buddy. Calm down. You foul-mouthed Scotsman. Do you kiss your mother with that mouth? Whew. All right. The next nomination goes to Osher. He's once again nominated for the worst stories of all time. Thank you, Kanye. In the game, played at 6.30 every morning with Stab, Abby and Osher. It's called Need to Know. Just a quick disclaimer before we play this. This is written, sung and produced by David T. Matthews. Our sound guy, Adrian, wants nothing to do with this. Spoken by David T. Matthews, here 105. Kanye West is about to take the stage at the MTV VMAs. Do you need to know what's different about his performance this year? Absolutely not, 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 not. Osh, I think it's so cute. I think you're so sweet. How you really do try and tell good stories. But let me stop you there. Oh, before you speak. Not to the, not to the, no, no, no. Ben says, no. Belinda says, no. Emma says, no. You can't play need to know. You can't play need to know. You can't play need to know. I'm going to go. Please say Osher. Uh, Osher Ginsberg wins this yes! week. Congratulations, you have won well the week, please. The word is fuck. F O K. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Please yeah, stop, 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 stop. Stab and Abby now with Osher on Hit 105. Stab, I was just reading a very interesting article. <laughs> I clicked on it yes. and wow, yeah. it was all about the Bachelor recap as spoken. By The Bachelor host, Osher Ginsberg. Very interesting article, and it was online, and I thought I would like to do this. It's Osher's Bachelor Recap. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. Because you do recap it with, like, the newspapers, so I thought, why don't we do a recap here? Yeah, we should. And maybe I can ask you, like, four questions and you have to answer them. Absolutely. I'll tell you stuff I don't tell them. Oh, Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so last night, if you missed it, um, Stav, it was hilarious because Hamish Blake came on. And when he walked in, the girls just went crazy. Mm. A little bit too much. I felt sorry for Richie at that point because oh. um, I was so excited about it. And he went on a date with Faith. And it was his responsibility to act like the toddler. Right. And did he act like a toddler? They had to go for lunch. And Hamish Blake, as a toddler, wanted to ask him a few questions in the back seat. Danny's favourite thing about mummy? Eyes to eyes, Rory. Eyes? Yeah, definitely. Aww. Paul. That's cute. <laughs> is mummy the only girl for Danny? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Rory. Is she? Yeah. <laughs> Look at me when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Keep looking at the road, mummy. <laughs> Wow. Was that Awkward. his idea to come on to The Bachelor? How did it all happen? I'm pretty sure Hamish approached us. Really? He's such a fan of the show. Just like to point out that that is question number one. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yep, that's question he's, number uh, one. He's such yep. a massive fan of the show. He's such a massive fan of the show. Yeah, right. Yeah. He approached us and said, look, I've got this idea for a date. As far as I know, that's how it, that's how it happened. And he was the same name as my daughter. Rory. Yeah. 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 He did ask this question, which was pretty funny as well. Daddy. 
I heard one of the kids at playgroup say that their daddy has a type. Oh, okay. What does a type mean? Mm, interesting. I said that my daddy's type was blondes. <laughs> oh, okay. Does daddy have a type? What's well, a good metaphor? <laughs> Doesn't matter what colour the tub of the ice cream is, it's just as long as the ice cream inside is delicious. <laughs> That's exactly That's it. That's perfect. Rory, you're a genius. <laughs> We've raised a genius. We have. <laughs> Do you like the ice cream inside, mummy? <laughs> It was so wrong. It was so awkward. Then they went into a cafe Mm -hmm. and he acted like a toddler. Mm. Like he even went up to some girl and just poured his drink over her, which means is all that set up in the cafe? Like they were all actors? I don't know, but the cafe they shot at is very close to where the Bachelor House is. The Bachelor Mansion is, yeah. and uh, it would have been very. It's a quite a busy. It's like the only place you can get uh, right. a coffee and a, and a meat pie within like ten k. So, I would be surprised if they locked it down. I would. It would be quite interesting. That probably usually what happens is they shoot these sorts of things and then run around and get release forms from everyone after ah. the fact. But I was very happy that it's taken four years. But finally, finally, yeah. someone flipped a table. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he did. He flipped the flipped table. The table. Can you brilliant. just imagine people coming in going, "Is that Hamish Blake dressed as a child?" Don't ask questions. Don't ask questions. Weird things happen in Glenory. All right. Oh, wow. Um, my next question yeah. is: Do the bachelors talk to you about which girl they're liking? Because yeah. once Sam Wood said to us, previous one, that he and it feels like he had made his decision because mm-hmm. he spoke to you quite seriously early on, asking what it was like to have a stepchild. Yeah, the the boys do talk to me about uh, what they're thinking. I never tell them what to do or what not to do. I generally just kind of ask them clarifying questions uh, that yeah. help them come to the decision they're already making uh, in their heads. Uh, do you ever? Do they ever ask? This is who- the last question. Oh, is it? No, no. But I'll tell you. I'll elaborate just so you don't waste your last question. Okay. Um, but yes, I, I did speak to Sam Wood about what it was like having a kid. Uh, in my life, that is that is, that arrives with with the woman. So to have you know two for the price of one, basically, and we did speak about that quite a bit. Can I interject here and ask you a question? Yes, Go. you can. That's not my question though. No, I know. Mm. Uh, uh, sports bet run um, <laughs> run tabs on who's going to win. Yeah. Are you allowed to bet on that? They won't accept my bet. Mm. What about from the I told you that. <laughs> not now. Don't, they won't it. accept your bet either because they know you know me. <laughs> My last question is, because yeah. you never see it, and let's be honest, you don't see many conversations with Richie this season that yeah. are quite in-depth, but I want to know, do they cuddle it out? Do the girls ask questions? For example, you know, are you having feelings for this other girl, uh-huh. or um, do you feel like you're going to give her a rose? Like, Do they ever talk about strategy on the dates with Richie? As far as I can see... And I don't see all of it, but as far as I can see, the ladies don't ask Richie about the other girls at all. They get such a limited amount of time with each other. Richie doesn't want to talk about the other girls either. All he's interested in is we've got, you know, this afternoon, there's one afternoon together. This might be the first time we've spent any time together since the night I met you on the red carpet. So let's only talk about each other. And that's so they don't even they don't talk about the other girls when they're on the single dates. No. I'm sorry, I missed all of that. I was setting up a fake account on Sports. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. LaRue. That is Osha's Bachelor <laughs> interrogation. Uh, sorry, recap. Yeah, That's what it was. I'm sorry, recap. my bad. Stabbing Abby now with Osha on Hit 105. On Saturday, so tomorrow, 2 p.m., the 1692nd and last ever episode of Take 40 Australia. Will go to air. Wow! Yeah, the end of an era. Thirty-two years. 
32 years of that countdown, I uh, was very, very lucky enough to, to host a show, and I'm sure many people's early radio memories uh, all came from that show. It was on a yeah. weekend. A lot of people yeah. would have it on during, uh, you know, during the weekend when they, were, mm. when they were doing stuff around the house. I, I personally, it was pretty much, and this is no word of a lie, this is how it happened. The first song I ever heard on FM radio mm. was this one. It was Prince's Let's Go Crazy, wow. all right? And it was when I was playing around with Dad's FM radio. Yeah. And who was the one that came on the radio and back announced? I was like, what is that sound? And it was Barry Bissell. Barry, Barry Bissell! Barry Bissell back announced wow. that song, said it's Let's Go Crazy, and he talked about Prince, and I, my internal love for Prince started, started there and there. then. Wow. Uh, cut to 14 years later, mm. Barry Bissell calls me up and says, I'm going to step back from Take 40 Australia. Can you come and do the show? Holy he called you. Yeah, Barry Bissell called me. This is in 2005. Barry wow. called me and he said, do you want to do the show? I'm, Will you pass yes. the torch? Yes. So I did, I did Take 40 Australia for five years yeah. and it was incredible. Yeah. I got to see the most incredible things. I got to go all over the world. Um, I flew to London to interview Madonna. Wow. Uh, remember that record she did with the ABBA sample in it? Cough. This one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I flew up all the way to London and I had a chat with Madonna, which was incredible because I'm like... I used to have the Like a Virgin poster above my bed, wow. and she doesn't realise, but I had sex with her so many times. She oh was God. never there. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh. And then I had to interview her. Yeah, did she, did her that? That? she did that for the TV show, uh, movie, didn't she, that what? song? Was that an Austin Powers one? No. No, no. Right, sorry for derailing literally. But we, you know, we got to the the, the the show was so huge. The the brand mm. was so massive. There was pretty much no artist that would say no to an interview mm. to take Forty Australia. You you two when they did that Vertigo record, yeah, you know this song? yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I flew. I was in Dublin. No, I, yeah, yeah. I was in Dublin for I think fourteen hours. Wow. From Whoa. Sydney to Dublin and back. Wow. Uh, I flew because What's he like those guys. Yeah. Short. Short. Really? Smell great. Short though. What a good you always say they smell great. Yeah, yeah they do. Well, yeah. olfactory senses it, but it was mm. it was an incredible, incredible time. Uh, and you know, like I said, no one would say no to the Take Forty Australia interview because it was I think I'm eighty five stations around the country. Yeah, it's right. Massive, massive, massive. Yeah. And uh, what I didn't realize is Adrian, our, uh, our audio producer here, went back and found an interview. I had no <laughs> idea I missed this. G here. A very big hello to Miranda Kerr. Thanks for joining us. Hi, how are you? Are you ready for this kind of billboard plasterage? I'm ever ready, babe. Ever ready. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Miranda Kerr just called me babe. That's right, Australia. You heard it. Wow. And that wasn't on your ringtone? I was was being flirted with with Miranda Kerr and I, I didn't know at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. She also um, called herself a battery. Which makes sense because she would be a double D. Oh, oh, Saturday, we? two p.m. The why very... is it? Why is it ending? Why is it ending? We'll have to call the management because it's up to them, Abby. <laughs> it's the very last episode ever of Take Forty Australia. So uh, Saturday, two p.m. tomorrow. Pour some out on the uh, sidewalk for your homie Barry Bissell. Yeah. Well, he's still alive, uh, and me. Anyway. So am I. Yeah. And Angus and Matt. Everybody that's oh. hosted the show over the years. Um, but you know, that's it. It's all gone. That's a combination of done and gone. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Don't believe you, Dave, because I'm uh, going the opposite way today. I'm not believing anything because I got completely sucked in, fished by the hawk v snake video that oh. turned out to be. It happens. The I didn't believe that one, but remember, I believed that girl that was trying to find the father of her baby, and it ended up being like a marketing oh, for a tourism. You were such an idiot. 
<laughs> I'd just like to take this opportunity to personally apologize to any kid that was in grade eight in 1991 when I was a uh, school camp leader. Yeah. I was a senior. I wanted a grade eight camp in yeah. 1991, and I managed to convince pretty much most of the grade eight class of uh, uh, Gregory Terrace that drop bears were a real thing wow. as we hiked. Great. And I had, oh God, I reckon I had about 15 kids. It's terrifying. Totally, <laughs> totally brainwashed that wow. drop bears were going to drop out of the Mount Me. Well, yeah, all you need is that one time, it's a statistic anomaly, but one koala just to drop dead from chlamydia and fall at their feet at that time. They'd be like, ah, run! Because they're riddled with it. Jesse, drop bears are real. <laughs> drop bears are real. feel better. <clears throat> what did you believe? Uh, I believed the uh, chocolate one that was going around, the fact that we were going to run out of cocoa. Oh. Oh. So I shouldn't have stopped up? Oh. <laughs> no. yeah. What did you do that's, that's to prepare for the upcoming chocolate, chocolate apocalypse? apocalypse. Uh, well, I actually had a stash of chocolate in my room at one point. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good one, Jess. Lisa, that one, the effects of that are good afterwards when you go, oh, there isn't a chocolate shortage, but I've, I'm sorted for chocolate for the next good six months, you know. So that's that's at least got a decent outcome. My the chick I used to work with at the Grab and Go came in halfway through an Independence Day trailer when that was about to be released, thought it was a news report, packed up everything, drove to a cabin in the woods. No, country. she did yes, not. Yes, she did. She had a cabin in the woods? Yes, she had a cabin in the woods. Vicky, she was certifiable. We got <laughs> Megan in Bald Hills. Megan, what did you believe? Um, so when I was about eight, I was driving through the city with my dad and I asked him why the go-between bridge was called the go-between bridge. Yeah. And he told me it was in fact called the go-between bridge named after a man who worked for the council. Cool. And I believed that for an entire year until my mum told me that it was not called the go-between bridge. And yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're not laughing. We're laughing with you, we're laughing Megan. With you. So we're laughing with you. Named after a great Brisbane band. Great Brisbane band. Yeah. I'll Driving around through the streets so of cute. my town. From Caboolture, we've got Kayla. What Just did you used to believe, Kayla? Uh, so last year, I believed that a kangaroo walla fox was a real thing for three months. Kangaroo fox. Okay. Why and what would it look like? A kangaroo wallaby in a fox. I didn't think at the time when I was being told this, and I just thought it was real. So every time we drive down near bushes and forestries, people would be like, you know, my partner would be like, there's a kangaroo wallaby fox in there. Did you see it? And I was like, no, I missed it. So we'd go back and he'd try and show me. And It's elusive, the kangaroo wallaby fox. Too far. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And you're campaigning. Wow, well, that's, that's unfortunate, Kayla. But on, on the bright side, you have invented the Australian version of the turducken. So well done. <laughs> <laughs> Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Yesterday I had to go to the emergency at the Lady Salento Hospital because every other GP couldn't get it out. And I felt so embarrassed because I was like, I don't want to be wasting their time. So I kept letting everyone in front of me because I was like, well. Your little boy had something stuck up his nose. Yes. Okay. I did not know. I've just realized this, Stav, and uh, listeners, I'd just like you to understand that um, when Abby said, guess what was up my boy's nose? We both had a guess and we got it wrong. Mm. Then uh, we played that song and she tapped her pocket and said, if you get it right, I'll show you. She's got it in a specimen jar yes. in her front right pocket. I, well, the nurses gave it to me. I'm shocked at what how are they excited I am about this. Put it in a, like, a whole Biohazard. Cabinet. Well, no. But it's only half of it. Only half? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So we're playing a game at the moment. 13, 10, Not... 60. Have a guess. Or maybe you've had something up your nose or up a child's nose, and it might be the same as what was up Abby's. Maria is in Paddington. Your sister had something stuck up her nostril? 
She did. So I was my eldest sister. Mm. She had not one, not two, but three Tic Tacs shoved up there. Tic Tacs. <laughs> Only three so calories, though, so that's pretty good. <laughs> I want to know how kids do it. Is it because they're sniffing them? I don't, I don't know. I think it's just, like you said, it's the curious yeah. minds, little things, little old, and they're like, oh, this seems like a good idea. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we had to go to emergency for her, and oh. they, like, they pulled them out. But what, you can um, imagine it kind of sting up there. Yeah. yeah. What tipped it off for your mum was that every time she smelled something, it was minty. Like, smell this. <laughs> minty fresh. Smells like mint. <laughs> What's this? It smells like mint. No. Wow, there you go. All right. Thanks for the so, call. Was it, was it a tic-tac? No, it wasn't we a tic-tac. We can confirm it was not a tic-tac. Josh is on the phone. G'day, Josh. How you going, guys? Yeah, good, pretty mate. good. What, uh, uh, what, did you get my, something up your nose? No, no. My second eldest, uh, you know those little finger bikes? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he um, managed to dismantle it and he shoved the pedal up his nose. <laughs> oh, <Brilliant>. my gosh. <laughs> They're only small. They're not, they're I know, but how yeah. do they get it up there is what I just don't understand. Well, I, I went up there with the tweezers and he wouldn't let me do that, so right. I blocked his other nostril and yeah. told him to blow it and out, out of cane. Oh, oh, that's good, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, see, I was trying to do that, but my son's too young for what it. Hap- what happens is you go, you put it in a little bit, yeah, and then you put it in a little bit more. And you put it have in you had something it, stuck oh. up your nose, Dav? No, but I have put stuff up there. Why? Because I was a kid. <laughs> I was bored. There's stuff to do. Like, <laughs> Before know. the internet, we had to do all kinds of things That's to amuse right. ourselves. That's Sarah right. in Redcliffe, very good morning to you. Um, do you Hi, care good morning, guys. Good morning. Yeah. Do you care to have a guess what Abby pulled out of her son's nose yesterday? Um, I don't know. My my six-year-old daughter, when she was two years old, um, got a cashew stuck in her nose. Mm. Yeah. Um, it was massive. We ended up at the emergency room as well, um, and they did the whole wrapper up like a burrito thing. Yeah. And we had to block one side of her yes. nose, and I had to give her what the doctor called a big special kiss and blow into her mouth to blow it out of her uh, nose. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, Sarah, yeah. see, we had four nurses around, and as they were pulling it out, they're all like, oh, my God, is it going to flick out? Oh, my God. And one of the ladies moved around, bless her. She's like, I don't want to be in front of it. And yeah. as it was coming in, like, it gets bigger as it starts coming out. and It does. Ding, 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 ding. You're correct. It was a nut. Oh! It was a nut. You like, And this is half of it. It's a nut. Oh, yeah. peanut. Well, oh, we couldn't work out if it was a macadamia or a... Oh, it looks like a macadamia. Yeah, it was ha- like a full macadamia because half of it broke off. Yeah, it's amazing how how big thing like how big they can they can put up there and how far up it goes as well. Did it look like that scene in uh, a Total, Total Recall, Recall when he pulls a thing out of his brain? Yeah. I imagine it would be similar. I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, do you know what I felt so sorry about Sarah is I was like, now "Well, it's a macadamia." Oh, no, no, it's a macadamia nut. And then I had to think when the last time was that they were eating it. It was about yeah, 3 weeks yep. ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which coincidentally brings us to our next competition. <laughs> oh no! Would you like to win? Uh, no, no, what no, was no! Stuck Thank up, you. Thank you always know you're, when the when the people who are professional pulling things out of people's bodies, people when the nurses step out of the yeah, way, yeah, they did. That's when you're like, ooh. And they do such a good job. A shout did they out wash to it everyone. off before I gave it to you? What am I going to do with them? I'm going to throw it in the bin now. Wasn't, oh. it, wasn't there a hint that squirrels kept on trying to get up there? <laughs> no. It's Tav, Abby, Nosha. Don't know why I'm saying this, but we'll post a photo no. of Yeah, no, we will. Yeah. Yeah, hit 105 Brisbane on Instagram. Yep. Stab and Abby now with Osha on Hit 105.
Hey, a bit of a sad anniversary coming up this weekend for all Queenslanders, nay, really all Australians, as we look back and celebrate the fact that uh, it was one of the greatest lives that we mm. ever got to the pleasure of watching unfold. But uh, Steve Irwin sadly passed away 10 years ago yeah. this weekend on Sunday. And yeah. it feels like it wasn't that long. It's one of I know. those ones. Well, the Courier Mail were asking people to, you know, submit their memories of where they were when they found out. Mm. And it's one of those questions where everybody sort of knows where they were because it was such a defining moment. Where were you? Um, I just got off a plane from Sydney mm-hmm. and my friend... Krispy Kremes? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was back in those days. Yeah, you had to. And my friend mm. was like, oh my God, can you believe that Steve Irwin passed away? And mm. I was like, no, he didn't. Why would you say that? She's like, yeah. And told me the circumstances. And you were like, no, this is the guy that wrestled crocodiles. Mm. Yeah. Like, no way mm. is he going to be killed by an animal. And that seems like such a stupid comment mm. because he wrestles crocodiles. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I think, if anything, it was just the, the type of animal that yeah. ended up getting. Yeah. Was yeah. And you just thought he was invincible. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. I, that, that was that was really it. I was, in, uh, I was in my car. I was driving to the old TV studios where we did Australian Idol. It was an afternoon, about two in the afternoon, I recall. Got a text message from a friend, actually. Yeah. I uh, didn't even hear it on the radio. Got a text message from a friend that he'd passed away. By the time I got to the studio for the dress rehearsal for that night, um, the mood in the studio was really, really heavy because everyone at some point had worked with him. Yeah. Oh. All right. So everyone, all the camera guys, the producers, everyone had, had worked with him. So everyone was just so, so, did so Did anyone sad. meet you? I uh, don't think I did. I don't think I ever did. I was pretty, because I, I was actually on my veranda at the time with Mike uh, Banaka, who I used to do the show with back then. And we got a text message from mm. a friend saying Steve Owens has just been, um, been killed by a stingray. And I remember it for two reasons. One, because that was so sad. And two, because for some reason, the guy who sent us a text message had like set up. So every time he sent a message, it ended with the smiley face emoji. Oh, really? So then he sent another one saying, please disregard the smiley face the emoji at the end big, of that. He couldn't change it. Couldn't change it back. Yeah. yeah so. You started working at Australia Zoo. Yeah, you was that after he had passed away? Uh, yeah, I started there the year after he passed away. But wow. I worked very closely with the Irwins, and uh, I, I've heard that if you if you hung around Little Bob, mm. it's pretty much just a reincarnation of is Steve. That? Like he is nuts, Which man. I always think really? awesome. yeah. that makes it hard for, for, the, for the family. Yeah, because if you just got this permanent reminder, well, of yeah, but you look at it from that way, you've got a permanent reminder. Yeah, you know, you don't want to forget. Yeah. Well, no one will forget. It's been 10 years and uh, we all still miss him. And uh, take your time out during the weekend to um, celebrate his life. Stab and Abby, now with Osher on Hit 105.